You parents out there deserve more time to yourselves than ever. Take this chance to sit back, relax with us as we discuss the latest topics and trends. I'm Michelle, a proud mama and also a boss mom. I'll be your host today on Mom's Time Out. Thanks so much for stopping by. We're speaking to the founder of Brown Girl Greed. Her name is Christy. She aims to spread the word about solving our environmental problems through media. We're so excited to chat with her today. Stay tuned. Christy, we're excited to speak with you today. How are you doing? I'm good. So happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, we're so excited. I want to get to the bottom of what inspires you? You have such a great content on your pages and I'm sorting through and I find that your information is really relevant. So I want to just get to know you a little bit. How did you get inspired? Walk us through your journey. Yeah. So, um, so I grew up, um, in Southern California. Um, and where I grew up, I wasn't really, exposed to a lot of, I guess you could say environmental education or really learning about environmental issues. It wasn't until I went to school at UC Berkeley um, in Northern California that I really got exposed to learning about environmental issues um, to the extent that I know them today, which, you know, was learning about communities uh, on the front lines being impacted by the climate crisis. Um, Also, recognizing that um, there was inequities even within the environmental field itself um, as I was trying to navigate it as like a young woman of color and experiencing, you know, things like microaggressions and um, seeing all these like barriers to entry for other young people of color to be able to be in this field. Um, And basically, like I saw both of those things happening, like the neglect of stories worldwide of um, communities on the front lines. Uh, and also seeing like the neglect of support and care for like the long-term well-being and sustainability of Black, Indigenous, and people of color in the environmental field. And due to both of those things, that's essentially why I created Brown Girl Green, was both to do environmental advocacy work through storytelling and creative content, but specifically through the lens of my experiences of um, being a woman of color and, you know, with with the goal that, you know, hopefully it would resonate with other young people of color who also have felt like their voice um, hasn't been as recognized or considered in this space. So what's been the feedback? The feedback has been that people have said that I'm the first page they found where they actually felt like they could do something about environmental issues. They felt seen. They felt like my page has been like a source of healing for them. Um, I've also been able to like make new connections and build community and mentorship with people who like I otherwise probably would have never met um, if it was just based on like, you know, just solely like in-person interactions. Maybe now at the point where I'm at now in my career, maybe I can meet some of those people, but due to like the reach of the platform and just like getting to learn from so many different people and organizations, I would just say like the biggest impact has been just like expanding my own, like, I guess you could say philosophy and practices around the work that I do. And I would say that that's been like one of the most like interesting 
explorations I've gone on in the past few years since doing this. It's really inspiring that you're touching so many people. So for for us here, you know, with when we're parents and we're trying to showcase what's going on in the world and in our environment, what advice do you have for parents to begin to teach our kids about the environment and steps to take? So there's actually a book called um, Climate Change for Babies. So people who have really little kids, I would check that book out. Um, Shout out to those. I forget the author, but they sent me a copy of it. And I thought it was just such a good explanation. Like maybe even not just for babies, but like I guess like babies as in like up to the age of 12 even. Um, Like it's just a really great breakdown of like global warming and climate change, but in a way that's like, so like well-written and understandable for like a child. Um, So I highly recommend that as a resource. But I would say like definitely doing just like basic scientific education um, about climate change, like teaching kids like, you know, hey, like it used to be really like not this hot this time of year. Now it's really hot. Um, And then trying to kind of explain um, like it's because like there's, um, we currently don't have uh, an en- like a good enough energy source to power like our cars and our homes that isn't harming the planet. And I'd say that's like a really basic explanation, you know, like explaining that like we need energy to like power things. But, um, you know, the way that we're powering our world is currently like, you know, harming the environment. Um, you know, I've also seen like inspo from like my other friends who have like young cousins. Um teaching them about, you know, making sure there's no litter and like doing little trash pickups and beach cleanups and also like teaching them like this is where plastic comes from and that like it also doesn't have to be that way and explaining to them like that it's an issue and that like there's something that they can do about it. Um, And if a kid like, you know, has reading and writing comprehension, um, you know, even younger kids are like lobbying the government these days, writing letters to their legislators um, getting to know who their local politicians are. I think mo- a lot of young people, even including myself up to a few years ago, didn't even know who like my local representatives were or like what they do. So I think like being able to start having those conversations with kids about like, like these are the people that like um, are part, not like the whole whole way to make change, but like are an important part of like knowing that young kids like are very scared about like what's going on with climate change. Um, I think those are really good steps that parents could take um, to try to like help their kids feel like they can do something and not just feel scared about like what's going on. Yeah. And I I like your approach that it's both uh, hands-on and also something that they can incorporate into the reading lineup, you know, having this great book to kind of walk them through and then, you know, complement nicely to, um, maybe doing some volunteer work like you talked about. Um, I think that's really great. So do you find yourself sort of being like now a mentor to to the younger generation? Yeah, I would say that like, it's funny because like, I still view myself as like quite a young person as like just someone who's like figuring a lot of this stuff out. Um, but at the same time, yeah, like there's been even younger people who are asking me questions, asking me for advice. Even later tonight, I'm actually speaking to a bunch of young people about 
how do you build a career in the environmental field? And I would say that like, it's funny because I built my own career path. Um, this isn't something that like I studied. I, I did it all kind of teaching myself. And that's like the funny part of it is like, I think at, my hope for like the next generation is that like more people realize that like we're, we're redefining like the world of work. And especially when it comes to like younger people caring about what's happening to the planet, I think I'm really excited about how work could be redefined to be more aligned with people's values, with empathy, with um, human rights. Um, and I, yeah, I, I think it's been really cool to see other young people who are like inspired by um, the path that I'm trying to lay down and learn also from my mentors and older folks too. That's great. Do you think that um, there's something that we should be focusing on right now as a as society really, you know, environmentally wise, like an issue that really stands out to you that you're like, this is where our energy should be the next few months to really kind of bring momentum and make an impact? Yeah, I would say like, right now, at least like from a legislative standpoint, um, you know, we're real, like people are really trying to push for the Build Back Better Act, um, which is like the infrastructure bill to try to like, be the very beginnings of like actually putting money down for like clean energy infrastructure in America that's actually funded by the government, not by the private sector. Um, and I'd say that's like an important piece of legislation that people can get involved in. There's also a campaign going on right now called Code Red, um, which is basically a campaign again to like call your legislators and be like, you know, we like, where is the response on climate? Like people are not moving fast enough. Um, and I think those two campaigns right now are just like really big in I guess my world in circles. And so I would say like for people that just Google like code red, climate change, um, get involved with that. I would say also like just being able to like learn about environmental justice um, in your own community. So that could look like helping out with like a local community garden um, that could look like supporting a group that's trying to bring clean water um, to a low income community. It could also be like fighting for affordable housing. Um, there's all these different things that don't ne necessarily just mean, okay, I'm cleaning up the environment, but like are embedded in being able to provide people like resources and support they need to like have a healthy and equitable lifestyle, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Because you're right, we're so in focus of what that word means, right? And it's yeah. just like you're you're so spot on that it's like, oh, I need to make a, a difference, and it feels like a, a huge um, commitment in something that I really don't understand just yet for a young person, right? It's like if I gotta get out, will I make a difference? But I think when you start to do things in your home and in your community, and you start to see tiny changes i think that's where then it becomes almost like second hand that you start to implement these habits right into the bigger causes totally great so what's been the highlight that you've been proud of that you want to just sort of like give yourself a pat on the back that you've been really excited about and you want to share the last couple of months um yeah i mean i would say that like one of like the coolest things that I was really proud of was launching a, um, my private brown girl green community space. 
Um, so it's a space that's like not um, on social media. And it's just like a community space where people can like actually talk and get to know each other a bit more in depth um, off of social media. And I mean, it only launched a few weeks ago, so it's still like picking up. Um, and I don't exactly know like, you know, what it's going to look like in a few months from now. But I was just really excited about that because sometimes I feel like social media interactions can feel kind of superficial um, where people are liking and maybe commenting, but like, do they really know you? Are you actually getting to know each other? And so I'm just finding it really exciting to now explore what does it look like to like, um, you know, build more community spaces. And, you know, I'm planning on doing some, you know, now that like, you know, people are vaccinated and things are opening up a bit more. I want to do some like, you know, socially distanced, like in-person meetups um, and more like, yeah, community involvement and education groups where we can like share knowledge and like actually get to know each other, not just like through the Internet. <laughs> That's awesome. So plug away. Tell us where we can find this forum. What's your website? If people yeah. want to learn more, what's the best approach to get in touch with you? Yeah. So if people want to join the Brown Girl Green community where we're going to be hosting um, like weekly challenges for people to live more sustainably and also to like address like mental health stuff, um, you can join it at a bit.ly. So B-I-T dot L-Y backslash B-G-G community. Um, and you can sign up for it there. And um, feel free to follow me on social media. I'm Brown Girl Green on all social media platforms. And then you can also check out the Brown Girl Green podcast, which is Brown Girl Green on all podcasting platforms. And last plug is my website, browngirlgreen.org. If you ever want to work or collaborate on a project with me, I love meeting new people from around the world. And um, yeah, we're in this fight together. Love it. Well said. It was such a great pleasure to speak with you. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. That's all for today. Thank you for listening to Mom's Time Out. Please come back next week for more engaging conversations. If you enjoyed our podcast today, please share and let your friends know. To learn more, check us out on IrvineMomsNetwork.com. We appreciate you and we'll talk to you soon.